This is the Primary Languages Network Podcast. All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, so this morning we are recording a, a conversation with my colleagues. Uh, so we are with uh, Janet Lloyd, Managing Director of Primary Languages Hi. Network. Everybody. Hi, Janet. And Joanne Hornby, who is our brand new Primary Languages Network trainer and very experienced primary teacher. Good morning. <laughs> right, so we thought we would have a little chat about what makes a good primary mm-hmm. language lesson. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Primary language lesson. So uh, I've got a few points to uh, put forward. So first of all, let's talk about the differences between key stage one and key stage two. What, what's mm-hmm. your thought on What's the differences, how you approach a lesson, a language lesson with the different age groups? Um, probably duration of lesson, I yeah. think, for key stage one, short and snappy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, key stage two, better attention spans. Yeah. Bit more time, bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so little and often. Little and often. Yeah, yeah. Key stage one. Yeah. yeah. I think no pressure in key stage one. Mm. It's, it's a beautiful stage to teach languages, mm. isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Because you can do all those things. Mm-hmm. You've got no restraint. Yeah. yeah. Um, education of the ear, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We like to we like to call our key stage one program of learning is the education of the ear. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's got to be health warning. So it's not about teachers having to work really hard. It is always about the teacher being the facilitator, even in key stage one. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, I've got a question about that really, because you know you get reception right now. I mean, reception yes. at the moment. Mm. How do you? work with reception at this stage in the year? Mm. They're tiny, everything is new, mm. everything can be a little, little yeah. bit overwhelming. Yeah. So the whole school experience is new. The whole school experience, just a matter of things that we would take for granted, right? Let's stand up and make a circle. Mm-hmm. That can be 20 minutes of a lesson, mm. just yeah. getting them in that circle yeah. before you can even begin your circle game. So um, taking your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just a greeting. Yeah. A greeting. A song, a greeting song or something like that. Repetition of those games. Yeah. Once you've found something that works, yeah. stick with it and don't be afraid That's to it. repeat it with yeah. them. I think repetition is key, isn't it? Because people get think they've got to go forward all the time, mm. but you know the little ones. I think you've got to think about your own children. Mm-hmm. They had a favourite story, didn't they? Or they yes. have a favourite game or they have a favourite song and they want to do it over and over again. Absolutely. Um, What about reading and writing in Key Stage 1, you two? What do you think about that? I think um, a lot of reception children come into school with a wide variety of experiences Mm. outside school, so we certainly shouldn't be putting too much pressure on to uh, read and to write. I think much more having fun with the new sounds and making new shapes with your mouth to create these sounds. I think that's much Mm. more important. But let's not be afraid of that at the same time. Personally, I don't do a lot of writing in Key Stage okay. 1, year 1, year yeah. 2, no. not too much. Um, yeah, because, um, like you said, you know, they want, I want them to have fun with the new sounds mm-hmm. and building their confidence and, yeah, they, they're going to be practising their writing in, in all the other lessons. Mm-hmm. But let's keep this one, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you know, there's no, like, sort of definite mm-hmm. no writing. It's kind of... I think stories work well in Key Stage 1. Mm. And familiar stories, they already know, like the hungry caterpillar in English Absolutely. or the bear hunt in English, because when we do it in another language, mm-hmm. there's a magic trick happens, yeah. isn't it? That they believe they can understand it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think we can look at words. <laughs> Definitely can look at words. 
Definitely yeah. reading, emerging, yeah. you know, reading skills. So as a native speaker, Emily, how do you read a story in Key Stage 1 with the children? Because you're reading a story and you understand every word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, first of all, I am not expecting them to understand every single word. No. Um, I might teach a few key words to start with. Uh, I'll put a lot of expression and I have some props, things like that. I'll choose a story that's repetitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, does, they won't understand everything. It no. doesn't matter. It's not about that. What about exposure. you, um, I think exactly the same mm. picture book stories that they can just look at and they can glean so much from the pictures yeah. mm. anyway and the, the language is a, a song which accompanies the story, isn't it? As they're yeah. listening to and it. sometimes mm-hmm. you're surprised, you think, oh, they're not going to get that and then you hear them just like <laughs> telling each other these little yeah. words that, you know, yeah. are not that important but they, that's yeah. what they understood. And I suppose you've got to ask Joanne about songs, about song in Key Stage 1, how do you use song in Key Stage oh, 1? 100% songs, absolutely. Mm. And they can be reinforced throughout the day, the little song we can sing whilst we're tidying up, mm. whilst we're lining up, whilst we're getting our fruit from the fruit box. Yeah. Lots of opportunities to, yeah. to sing. Would you use familiar refrains or would you use more challenging tunes? Um, I think a really good balance of both, actually. Mm. I think familiar refrains are really good for um, for primary school children, especially um, Key Stage 1 and Nursery. They should be ones that they're, they're used to already, they might, they might know, and then it's just mm. different language. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think, Emma? Yeah, I was going to think that, you know, that's what they do, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah. they use familiar refrains, as they used to be doing that. Yeah. Great. And what about Key Stage 2, then? What mm. do we think... What, what does it look like, a language lesson in Key Stage 2, for you? Um, well... A key stage two lesson, you've got your opportunity to challenge your students and push them on a little bit more now, haven't you? So, absolutely, songs. Yes, let's go for writing. That mm. doesn't necessarily mean pencil on paper. Yeah. It's felt tip on post-it notes. It's writing in the air. Yeah. It's um, writing on your back, each other's backs. Yeah. Lots of ways of writing. So, Joanne and I were doing some training a week ago for Wales, and I was doing my magic balloon where you blow mm. it up and you write in the air. Yeah. And it captivates everybody, <laughs> yeah. you know, adult or child. Yeah. Everybody gets that and it's not threatening, you know, because yeah. I can get it wrong and nobody knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's important, I think. I was yeah. doing writing in the air last week with year three, actually, <laughs> and I could see in the eyes of the teachers, they, they yeah. enjoy that yeah. as well and um, they probably forgot, yeah, you know, that's like a relevant activity. Well, yeah. when you say, right, let's write it in your biggest letters possible mm-hmm. and the arms are really outstretched yeah. or you're tiny, so oh, did you make a mistake? We'll be yeah. Yeah. In the air. yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> say, what's your, what's your, what colour is it? Is it rain? Oh, wow, that's good. Right, I like you know, that's good. Yeah. So they all like, yeah. Mm. So that works mm. every time. That we work in year six, I'm sure, writing yeah. in, writing in people's back. In well, the in year six, I remember observing Joanne, and she had this uh, oh, cafe contradictions where they're having a big argument, mm. and that wasn't that wasn't um, writing, but she'll get them to talk mm. even though they're making mistakes because they really want to say something mm. and that's, do you remember that i do mm. yes oh yes we were um, yeah <laughs> opinions about sport i think opinions we? we were yes oh i like this and then they had to basically <laughs> clap their hands on the table and stand up and went, no 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 yeah <laughs> yeah well that's what it's all about you know yeah it's mm. also com- communicative isn't mm. it a language lesson i think what you're both describing there is really um bringing language learning to life mm. and not making it something that's just on the page. Um, how do you go about cross-curricular? Because as you know, I love the fact mm. that we make links with other subjects. Um, what type of links do you make, do you think? Mm. Mm. The right. Um, well, I think it's... Um, food and science, for mm. example, you can link that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sports, mm. a big link, P warm-ups. Yeah. Um, 
Mindfulness. You used the mindfulness, didn't you? Oh, the mindfulness works an absolute treat. Mm. Um, especially, you don't quite know um, how your class is coming in, what kind of morning mm. they've had, what kind of playtime they've yeah. come in, lunchtime, if they've had a wet play, <laughs> yeah. they haven't any fresh air, but come in, mindfulness is on. Mm. They walk into the classroom, right, we know we're sitting on mm. the carpet, shoes off if we've got time, mm. the sat and the focus yeah. ready, and it just brings it all nice and quiet yeah. and calm. And yeah, and that's another one you can see in the eyes of the teachers, the TA in the room, they're like, they like that as well, you know, they mm. recognise as like a valid I've got a question which is about pronunciation. So mm. for you, Emily, you yeah. hear acutely when yeah. it's mispronunciation, yeah. but well, how do you feel about that? Mm, yeah, like I said, communication for me is really important. So uh, I'm not going to stop them every time they make a mistake. Yeah. No. Uh, no, not at all. I, I don't mind too much. You know, we um, when we speak, you know, we make mistakes. Yeah, I do. That, and, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm the you know I'm the model yeah. for them. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely no problems with mispronunciation, and I'm certainly not the one who's going to sort of jump at, on them and say, right, that, that's not correct. Uh, no. But it gives them something to work towards, yeah, doesn't yeah. it, mm-hmm. all the time. What do you yeah. do, Anne? How do you? Um, like, wait for them to sort of finish I'll and say then... I won't ever correct and say that's wrong. I say, well, this is how we could say it. Mm. Or another person might model it really well in the classroom. Mm. Just listen. I used to have a girl whose pronunciation of orange yeah. was just... Yeah. <laughs> The bees knees. It was incredible. <laughs> and we, oh, God, say it again, say it again. Oh, that's Hard. lovely, though. That's what they, I, that is what they want. They want yeah. to feel, in all my years of, 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 of teaching it, observing it, watching it, working with children, they want to feel, don't they, that they're making progress and then whatever little bits of chunks of things they can do well mm. is recognised mm. as success. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think yeah. primary is the key, and we are about the whole child mm-hmm. not just about the subject mm, yeah. yeah same with with writing you know if you're marking a piece of work mm-hmm. you have to be you have to be careful mm-hmm. how you sort of mark it you know you mark, you're marking the as the learning objective being achieved i'm not going to stop on every single word no. that's not you know completely 100 yeah. percent accurate because mm-hmm. it's going to ask you about spelling you know, there are some people who are very hot on spelling, mm. aren't they, and mm. accuracy mm. of spelling mm. in key stage yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think spelling is obviously really important, yeah. but that individual child, we don't know what difficulties they might experience yeah. in spelling in, in their it. own language That's in it. any case, mm. and then we're asking them to um, spell different configurations mm. of letters yeah. in an unknown language. Mm. Um, so there has to be, I think, a huge leeway. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah. agree with you, because I think you could... You could stop a child from enjoying learning a language at a stage that is um, formative mm, primary absolutely. is formative isn't it really and that's what we're about doing mm. yeah yeah I think so yeah mm-hmm. yeah nice okay and then to finish what would you say what's a real realistic learning outcome so you've done your mm-hmm. lesson what do you want the children to come out of your lesson sort of knowing uh, what's it what's realistic at primary level well, I'd love them to just take it in something yeah. new that we've learned that yeah. day. Um, and also maybe to think about um, how we could learn that, uh, use that in a different mm. context, not see each yeah. lesson as a different block yeah, of lessons, yeah. but just see it as a language as a yeah. whole of how it all fits together. I think I agree with Joanne, and I think that revisiting mm. and building upon that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, is really important. Yeah. Not rushing, because actually we do have time in primary. Yes. We do have primary time. And with grammar, it's about them becoming the explorer, isn't mm. it? Mm. And feeling like they want to explore, not like the door, door's been shut on you because yeah. you can't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very careful with your yeah. learning objectives. And the, the programme of study is um, it's quite general. It's not, it's not yeah. a tick list, things you've got to tick and making sure you've covered everything. It's quite general so yeah. I think it gives room for all that it re- does. revisiting and it does. these other skills. Yeah. yeah. I suppose I've got one last question. Why do you both enjoy teaching? I mean, I love working with you. I absolutely love working with you. And it's a joy to come in and watch you. But why do you love working with primary school children? Me, I love working with little children. I like, you know, being at the beginning yeah, you know, of their journey, whatever it is, in the education. And, yeah, and obviously for me, the most natural is to be teaching French to them. But, yeah, the, my, my passion is working with little children. I enjoy that a lot. I, I just love it for example with the songs that I write and suddenly mm. you have a class mm. all the children that are singing back this yeah. song to you that, that you've written and they're singing it beautifully mm. it's incredible and I love it when the you enjoyment see absolutely the enjoyment that they get out of it and those little light bulb moments when something clicks in their head and they say oh I know what that means because it links to that word in mm. English and they've got maybe have some real tenuous link of how it links but in <laughs> their head it makes absolute yeah. perfect sense it's a bit like maths isn't it when they come up with an example in maths absolutely. that would be the same it's like and, um, yeah. And they'll make a really obvious lecture word that I've never <laughs> yeah. ever have dreamed of as well. Of yeah. So true, so true. Yeah. Lovely. Well, thank you very much. It's all right. You're thank off you. to teach now, I think. You've got to rush away yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to go to teach now. Yeah. All right. Well, have a nice day, Emily. Thanks thank you. Much, thank you. Yeah. Well. This is the Primary Languages Network podcast.